Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour et bienvenue sur épisode 166 de French Your Way podcast, épisode 166. As a French teacher, and there are many teachers in my family, so maybe it's something genetic or something we are born or supposed to do. What I uh, love is, of course, uh, teaching, uh, sharing with you uh, my my knowledge of a French language and also French culture to to an extent. But all I try to um, relate everything to, to to language learning. But what I also love is uh, to learn, to learn about language, not only foreign languages, but also my own language, because I don't know everything. And sometimes, like um, for the topic of today's episode, I just uh, wanted to challenge myself. And so basically what was happening, I think I was on the couch or something, and I was like, ha, huh, I would like to make an episode about how to spell uh the plural of compound words because well it can be helpful to, uh, to you but also because um, oftentimes I, I hesitate when I need to write the plural of such a word and I thought you know that would force me uh, once and for all to do some research find out what the rule is I force myself to understand that rule And uh, so it was a, it was a, like <laughs> when my husband came back uh, one evening and I said like, oh, I've spent like two hours, I think, like researching about, about uh, this topic. And the rule is actually complicated. Uh, like there are some uh, exceptions and some like, like new, um, how do you say, like new conventions to like spelling uh, conventions. Um, and that was very interesting, but also a little bit overwhelming. I was glad I did it though. Uh, that's one thing for me to, to have uh, learned it. That the second part of what I've uh, considered being uh, my job and maybe the most important one is to uh, present the information. That's what I loved, what I think I'm good at actually, presenting the information in a way that is as simple as possible with as little to learn as possible so i'm here rearranging my notes and trying to find parallels and the idea is to uh break the rule any rule uh, whether it's uh, conjugating verbs or anything down into the simplest elements so that you have as little as possible to memorize so that was a long introduction but just to tell you where this uh topic Uh, topic uh, came from and how my uh, passion is uh, not only about the teaching but also uh, learning from it it was a it was a a good experience for me to prepare that episode for you so uh how do you write the plurals of french compound nouns so first a compound noun in french un mot composé is a, a word that is uh, formed uh, by uh, with uh, two of uh, or three words sometimes you already know if you have uh, like a minimum uh, knowledge of uh, French grammar that uh, some words such as 
pronouns or adverbs, uh, they are what we call invariable, so their spelling cannot change. Uh, you cannot uh, uh, add a, a, an S or an E to uh, an adverb. And when you have a compound word that has a pronoun or an adverb in it, or even a verb, uh, that uh, word cannot change. You cannot add an extra S to um, a verb, a pronoun, or an adverb like that. So, for example, uh, like a, a pass, uh, laisser passer. Laisser passer is actually uh, from the, the verb laisser in the vous form, so uh, EZ, and then um, a hyphen for the compound part with passer in the infinitive in the, 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 as a second word, and laisser passer. So, like, let go, laisser passer. Let go through. The plural will be de laisser passer. You cannot add any s at the end of laisser. It's a verb. You cannot have uh, uh, the s after the ez form of the, the the verb, and you cannot add an extra s to the infinitive passer. So uh, only the article will will change and indicate and be an indicator of whether the word is in the singular or plural form. By the way, it's going to be a little bit uh, complicated and fastidious. Uh, I don't know if you can say this word, but uh, a little bit complicated to spell every single word that I'm going to be saying. Uh, so if you want to follow uh, with me, uh, use the show notes of the episode. They're on my website, frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast 166, or simply on your phone, on your smartphone, if you scroll down or scroll across uh, like your podcast um your podcast app, you uh, you will see all the French uh, words that I mentioned in this episode. Uh, so let, uh, let's uh, have other examples of um, so compound words that uh, will not take a plural S. So for example, a snow pea or mange tout. Uh, in French, it's un mange tout, but it's a compound word, mange hyphen tout. Well, mange is a verbal form, so you're not going to be able to add an S to the, that verb. And to, T-O-U-T, is, is an adverb, uh, and you cannot add an S, you cannot uh, write T-O-U-T-S. You, cannot, uh, you also cannot uh, change the uh, to into mange tous uh, with a, with a T-O-U-S. Again, no extra S's anywhere. Nouns or adjectives, however, they always uh, take the mark of the plural uh, for nouns and adjectives the same. You know that uh, every time you have an adjective, it needs to agree in uh, gender and number to, with the noun that it is describing. So these um, are types of words that will change. Um, so if you take a, a, a cauliflower, cauliflower in French is chou fleur. So chou is a cabbage and fleur a flower. So it's like a flower like a, a, a cabbage that looks like a flower and chou fleur and so the plural would be des choux alors chou uh, will be spelled with an x because uh, just that word makes its plural in x and not in s and fleur will also take an s des choux x fleur s uh, a short film, a short uh, feature film, is called un court métrage, um, as opposed to a long feature film, a full-length film, which is, you know, about an hour and a half. Uh, it's called un long 
métrage and the short one is called un court métrage métrage is like the, the so it comes from meter uh, how many meters were the, the, the you know when um, films were not shot in uh, the digital form uh, you have this long like film that you can unroll so if it was not kilometers long it was a court metrage and for a main feature movie it would be a long metrage and well court and long in any case are adjectives so in the plural des courts or des longs uh, metrage for that matter uh, court or long will ha will take the plural s and metrage is a noun so we also take uh, an s Now, what about uh, uh, a towel rack? You know, to put your towels in your, your bathroom. It's called a porte-serviette. So, uh, literally, it, it carries, it holds uh, the towels. A porte-serviette. How would you make the, uh, the plural uh, form of uh, this noun? Well, are you going to put an S at the end of porte or not? Well, here we're not talking about uh, la porte as a noun, as like the door. We're talking about a form of the verb uh, porter, to hold, to carry. Therefore, uh, you cannot put an S at the end of uh, porte. And what about serviette? Here you're free. Uh, you can put an S at serviette, so it will be a, a, a something to carry the towels uh, But you can also choose not to because it depends whether you consider that uh, the, the towel rack is holding one or several towels. So it's up to you uh, what, what meanings you want to, to give it to. Um, a lampshade. A lampshade is called an abat-jour. Abat is, comes from the verb uh, abattre or rabattre, uh, which is to... To, 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 to fold down, to reduce, uh, to, to moderate, so to fold down, to reduce, to moderate the, 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 the light, the, the daylight. Actually, that would be the, the lamplight here. Um, so I already gave you a, a clue here. Abba uh, will not have a plural, um, an S in its plural form because it comes from, it's derived from the verb uh, abattre or rabattre. And jour, well, uh, it's a very general uh, general term. Uh, it's just the light, uh, the, 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 the sunlight, the lamplight. Uh, therefore, there will, there's not going to be an S there. So it's not that you systematically put an S uh, at the end of nouns because they are nouns. It depends on uh, the, the, the meaning that you have. It's like the, the word sun, uh, soleil, if there were, uh, well, actually, there are some uh, components words um, with uh, soleil I'm just saying as I'm thinking right now because I hadn't planned to do that example and par soleil which you can put in your car is a you know the 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 sun shade that you put uh, on the, the the window once you get out so that your car doesn't uh, overheat Uh, par soleil, so par uh, comes from the verb pare, uh, which you find in parapluie or parasol. So pare is to try to protect against. It's not going to have an S because it's a verbal form. And soleil, or you're not going to um, protect against several suns. There's only one. So even though soleil is a noun, it's not going to, to take an extra uh, plural S. Uh, a dishwasher, a lave-vaisselle. Uh, how would you form the plural form of dishwasher? Lave, uh, it comes from the verb laver, therefore you don't 
put an S, it's invariable, and vaisselle, uh, so it's a general term. Uh, so la vaisselle is d d just the, the, the dishes, it's just like la lessive, it's a general term, so preferably without a, a, an S either. Now, a corkscrew is un tire-bouchon. So it's to pull the cork, un tire-bouchon. Uh, tire comes from the verb to pull. I already just kind of uh, said that. So it's not going to be an S in the plural. Des tire-bouchons, tire without an S. However, uh, bouchon, you can uh, put an S because you can uh, remove several corks uh, with it. Now, what I was uh, telling you was the uh, the traditional spelling uh, rule and the one that I think makes, it's just very logical, it makes uh, perfect sense uh, to me. Now, uh, there was a reform of, like a spelling reform that was submitted by the Académie Française in 1990 that aims to uh, simplify uh, the spelling rules for, for um, so French uh, people who want to write um, and since that um, since that rule uh both spellings both the traditional and uh, the new like 1990 uh, rule uh, need to be considered uh, correct that is to say for example if a student writes uh, either form uh, both need to be accepted and not treated as a spelling mistake so what are these rectifications de l'orthographe de 1990 so the spelling reforms of 1990 um Well, to make things easier, you can forget about the, the hyphen in uh, many compound words and just uh, uh, put the whole word in one word. So, for example, uh, we talked about the, the, the snow beans or the moshtu. Uh, moshtu can now be spelled in just one word without an hyphen. It becomes just a, a single noun. We don't uh, consider it as compound. Com consisting of one verb and one pronoun, manche-tou becomes an an, un manche-tou, démanche-tou, you put an S at the end of the block manche-tou. Uh, would be the same for uh, wallet. I haven't talked about wallet before, but wallet is porte-monnaie. So it's designed to hold, to carry, uh, which is the verb uh, porter. And then your... Um, Money, which is your, your, your small, uh, your small change, your coins. Porte money in the um, traditional uh, spelling rule would have no S at port and also no S at money because uh, the small change is just one general term. But if you spell it in just one word without an hyphen, portemonnaie, uh, it is considered as just one, one noun like this, un portemonnaie, and the, the plural will just have an S at the end of portemonnaie. For the words that haven't made it into the rule of just becoming one <laughs> word instead of a compound word, uh, you will uh, put the, the, the end of the, like, the S or the X uh, that is characteristic of the, the plural mark only if uh, that uh, last uh, word is a noun. Um, because you do put S's at nouns. So it's that time, without uh, taking the meaning into account, I talked about lampshades before. So in the traditional spelling, abba, jour, not having an S uh, at either abba, because it comes from the verb, and jour, because there's only like one kind of daylight. Uh, but now, abba, jour, uh, jour is a noun, so you can put an S at the end of it.
Now, there are some uh, exceptions to both the traditional and the new rules. So uh, in any case, you will never uh, put uh, an S uh, at the, the end of uh, scholarly uh, terms, so like usually Greek or Latin uh, prefixes or like scientific prefixes, for example, uh, micro or anti, so like in um, uh, micro-onde, microwave, micro is considered like a, a scientific like prefix. And uh, it will not take an S. However, onde, uh, so the waves, uh, you will you will put an S there. Uh, anti-douleur, so analgesic or painkiller. Uh, anti, again, it's like a scientific uh, or a Greek Latin prefix and it will not change. However, douleur, uh, you can choose to put an S or not because it's uh, either the pain in general or the pains. Uh, so it's up to you uh, which meaning you want to convey. Um, it's the same things for the, the prefixes that end in Oh, uh, so I already talked about uh, micro as in micro onde, but for nationalities, uh, for example, I am uh, now uh, French and Australian, so I am Franco Australian, and um, you cannot put an S in the plural of Franco. The, the, the noun or adjective uh, Australian can uh, take an S in the plural if I'm talking about a group of uh, like girlfriends who are uh, both French and Australian. So never an S in uh, scientific scholarly terms, Greek, Latin prefixes. And also the second uh, rule that applies to both the traditional and the, um, the new uh, spelling rules. Uh, when the, the second word, the, la the last part of the compound uh, word uh, ha has an article in front of it, or uh, if it is spelt with a capital letter, it will not take the mark of the plural. So it seems complicated, but it's very logical anyway. Uh, I'm going to give you examples. So an outlaw, a bandit in French is un hors la loi, means it's outside of the law, un hors la loi. Well, the plural would be dehors la loi. Uh, the law remains uh, the law as the general uh, general term. Uh, there's a, also a, a daredevil, a cheat death, is called un trompe la mort. So trompe comes from the verb uh, to cheat, is a person who cheats on uh, death. Un trompe la mort, and the plural is des trompe without an S because we're talking about, um, so if I take the traditional spelling, we're talking about uh, a verb form. Uh, if I'm talking about the new uh, spelling rule, it's... Um, it's not the last part of the component anyway, so you don't change it. And la mort doesn't become les morts because uh, death remains death in the singular. Uh, so yeah, articles in compound words will not change and therefore the noun that follows uh, this article will not change. And uh, when I, uh, when I uh, said that if the last word starts with a capital letter, it also doesn't, um, that means it's a proper noun, it doesn't uh, take the mark of the plural. Yes, generally proper nouns don't have a plural form. Uh, so if I call, uh, if I'm talking about un prix dieu, uh, which is uh, this kind of chair slash bench where you can kneel to pray God, des prix dieu, so prix um, will not change 
in either case because according to the traditional spelling it comes from the verb prier so no change here uh, if you are applying the, the modern rule well it's not the last uh, part of the word so no change and Dieu what about Dieu uh, you're not going to ch change God uh, especially if you come from a monothe monotheist uh, religion where there's only one God you're not going to uh, change it to turn it into gods in the, the plural uh, God God remain God uh, remains God in the singular. So just logical rule. And the last exception is uh, with a demi, demi which means half. A demi is always invariable in compound words. So for example, a half hour is une demi-heure and half hours is des demi. Demi doesn't change uh, and However, you can put in the in the plural. Uh, it is a noun, and uh, that um, just follow the normal rule. Hey, I hope it was uh, clear and that you've enjoyed this episode. Again, um, have a look at the show notes of the episode for um, all the words that I spelled in the singular and plural forms. Um, see if you can understand uh, the changes, all the non-changes in uh, in all the words in the spelling. If you have a problem, re-listen to the episode or uh, shoot me an email, send me a comment. Um, something that I plan to do in a few episodes time, probably within the next 10 episodes of uh, French Way Podcast, would be to uh, just test uh, doing a dictation. And uh, you will need to, to write the sentences that I am saying. It's test your, your spelling skills and also how you enforce all the grammar and spelling rules that you would have learned um, uh, in your uh, French learning and as you're listening to the episode so it's something that I want to to experiment stay tuned and if you've enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy French Away podcast in general I invite you to take a minute of your time to to help me um, getting the podcast uh, known and found by other uh, students of French so please leave a review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. And thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Show Way Podcast.